Hello, hello, and welcome to episode seven of the podcast. So I thought today I would just share my little spiritual awakening story, because this is obviously a very personal story, and all spiritual people have their own individual spiritual awakening story. So there might be some things that resonate and are very similar to your story, and then of course there's going to be things which are very different. So I just thought it would be interesting to share mine, see how it hits, and see if there's anything that you can find in common with it, just so you know that you're not alone. We are all on this journey. It's a weird and wacky, sometimes wonderful one, as we know. Welcome to the Spiritual Success Podcast with me, Liz Roberta, a place for spiritual people who want to grow, learn and succeed in life and in business. I'll be talking to successful spiritual entrepreneurs, authors and thought leaders to understand what creates a meaningful and soul aligned life. So come on in lightworkers, this is your time to shine. So my story began when I was a little girl in England and I was always spiritual to be honest. When I was tiny I was convinced that there were fairies living in the garden. I used to get Ms magazine. I don't know if anyone remembers that magazine. It was like a 90s noughties kind of magazine and every week they would have a spell in it and I used to cut out that spell and I had a little plastic folder. I can literally see it so clearly. It was a little plastic wallet but it folded in half and it had these two pockets inside and they were stuffed stuffed full of spells that I had cut out from this magazine and I remember being in like year six and I would get five pounds a week pocket money and I would spend that money to go into town pool the town where I grew up and I'd go into town and I would buy the right colored candles the right essential oils that I needed to do these spells and it would be to like make this boy in my class fancy me most of the time that's the only one I can remember but probably some stuff about exams and grades and some other things as well but I would spend my time doing these spells when I was a little girl I would also burn incense this was so strange like looking back this is so weird because no one around me was into any of this like I hadn't got it from anywhere it was just within me and I believe that it's because of my past lives and these are just things that are kind of innate within me and rituals and practices that I am used to doing so I connected with it so easily when I was a little girl as well, I've actually never, ever, ever shared this with a single soul until I was recently doing some coaching with Erica, the multidimensional medium. And we were talking about something kind of on the topic. So I said it to her and she was like, yeah, I, I think that was real. And basically what happened when I was about the same sort of age, I think it was like year five, year six, I woke up and I was floating above my bed, like completely parallel above my bed. And there was a flash of light and I fell. I fell, I'm getting so many goosebumps as I say this, I fell back onto my bed. And I've never ever said anything about it because I thought, you know, was it, was it a, a dream? I, I don't really know. It was so clear in my mind. But I've never said anything because obviously most people would just write that off as a dream or something like that. But after talking about it with Erica, um, I'm quite sure that that was something and that's something that happens to people. So that happened as well. But I kind of forgot about it, moved on, went into my teenage years and then I connected with a friend who I'm still friends with. She literally just sent me some flowers yesterday called Tori. She was one of my bridesmaids. And when we were teenagers, we were all kind of gothic. We call them grebos in the town where I'm from, like a grungy gothic kind of 
thing. So we were all kind of into anything that was weird, outrageous, a bit dark, kind of heavy metal, all that kind of culture. And my friend Tori was into the occult specifically. She was a paganist and she introduced me to tarot cards. And I really connected with them. Again, possibly a past life thing, I don't know. But I thought they were so interesting. And then a few years later, while I was still a teenager, I did buy my own deck. And during this time that I was a teenager, I I wouldn't say I was spiritually connected aside from the tarot cards. I was very depressed. I didn't have a good home situation. All the energy that I did have, I was using to focus on exams, boys. I spent every minute that I wasn't at school with my friends in the park, drinking, going to house parties, just getting up to all kinds of mischief. So spirituality was in no way high on my agenda. But the whole time I did have my tarot cards with me and I would always do readings. They always came true. So I always had that connection to spirituality there. And then when I was 19, I actually got the Wheel of Fortune tattooed on my arm. Tarot cards have been a huge constant in my life ever since I was 14 years old. And when I was at university, so kind of late teenage years and then early 20s, again, not not connected except for the tarot cards but by the time I was in my first career job so I started my career at JP Morgan I was on the grad scheme and while I was there I got quite ill I had really really bad anxiety and I'd had really bad anxiety for quite a few years but by this point in my life my external life had got a lot better and obviously I had a stressful job but actually you know I was with the man of my dreams who I'm now married to my home life situation had improved I had money like life was really good except for having a stressful job whereas before when I had anxiety like my life was pretty bad so it kind of fit into the situation whereas when my life had changed I was like okay why why is this still here this shouldn't be here now it doesn't match the life that I have like I said apart from the stressful job but for the level of anxiety that I had like I had such bad anxiety I couldn't sleep I had vivid nightmares I was always boiling boiling hot like my body was a volcano which is one of the reasons why I couldn't sleep because I was so hot like I was just overheating all the time always had heart pains palpitations the worst thing was I had these crippling headaches all day, every day, tension, headaches, so, so painful. I couldn't think and they were constant in my life and they were so, so bad. And it was particularly the headaches, which were the problem. So I went through Western medicine trying to figure out what the heck was going on. We tested for thyroid. I wore an ECG for a day looking at my heart. We did so many different things, beta blockers, uh, propranolol, Um, some mild antidepressants, all sorts of different things, trying to figure out what was going on. And that didn't really lead anywhere. Like Joey says in Friends, it was like a move point. Like it it didn't really work. And then I realized, okay, I'm going to have to look outside of Western medicine here. This is just not working for me. So I tried some alternative modalities. I tried acupuncture. I tried some aromatherapy, I tried Reiki, and it was really this process of meandering through these different holistic therapies where I started to unlock more and more of my spiritual journey. And I was going through this process of learning about all of these different parts, energy work, and all these different kind of skills. So that got me more interested in it. And like so many people, my spiritual journey really began 
um, it coincided with my journey for healing and my quest for healing. So this is when I really start to consider it as the beginning of my spiritual journey. And as I was going through all of this and researching more and more about energy, I realized, okay, what if these tension headaches are because I have some blocked energy around my third eye or my third eye is closed? Because of the way that my headaches were, they were literally across the front of my forehead. They were tension headaches, um, literally that muscle at the front of your head around where the third eye is. So then I got kind of obsessed with opening my third eye. And this was kind of happening as I had left JP Morgan. I got a scholarship to do a master's. And so I had this amazing year between careers, between my career in finance and between my career in fashion, where I was doing my master's for a year. And during this time, this is where I was getting more and more into energy work. And there's particularly one month and it was the month of August and I'd finished my master's, I'd got a, a fashion job and I had the start date for that job, but I had a month gap, which was mind blowing for me. Like I never had a gap ever. At university, I had two jobs ever since I was 14. I had a job, I had two pay rounds when I was 14. Then when I was 16, I worked in Primark and then I worked in Costa Coffee for four years and I would work there during term time and then in the holidays I would go full time or do a lot more hours at least so I never had a break this was so mind-blowing for me like I can't even tell you so I was like okay what do I I have a whole month and I'm not working I'm not studying I I didn't know what to do so I just dived in deep to energy work like so deep. I would literally do three hour YouTube meditations to open my third eye. And it was such a gift. And I I did realize how precious this time was because like I said, I never had it. And I knew that once I went into my next career, that time was going to be gone again. So I did appreciate this month and I was like, okay, I need to dive in here. So I would do these long meditations. Then as I was doing them and trying to open my third eye, I started getting visions. This only happened, I think it was maybe three times, but it was literally a premonition. Like it was like a screen had pulled down in front of me, a projector screen, and I could see a scene playing on it. And it was so vivid. It was different to anything I'd experienced before. And then they came true and they came true quite quickly. These were things that happened within the next few weeks. And I believe that was to make me really realize that that was what they were, that it was an issue with my third eye. And I needed to see these clairvoyant visions to realize that I was kind of on the right path. I was doing the right things. I was unlocking something here and I did have this skill that I had the potential to develop. So this happened and also during this time, this is when I stumbled across Mind Valley. So I love the Mind Valley platform. One of my intentions for years has been to be a Mind Valley teacher. So I hope to do that one day. But their classes were super powerful for me. They were so transformative, just doing their free masterclasses. And then I would look for their teachers on YouTube and see what they had there. Because obviously I wasn't working at this point, so I didn't have any money to spend. But I have bought some of their classes since. And I would look at their teachers. And one who stood out in particular was this lady called Christy Marie Sheldon. So she is an energy healer. And the videos that I found of her on YouTube, she was talking about raising your vibration to create your reality. And during this same month where I was basically just addicted to YouTube, 
I was also looking at videos about tattoo removal because I got these uh, huge star tattoos on my hips when I was 15. It's not a good look. I still have massive star-shaped scars post-tattoo removal, which will never go away. But anyway, I was looking at videos about tattoo removal because I wanted to get them removed at the time. And as I was doing that, I remember seeing my hand floating across the screen. The mouse was floating to the top right corner of the screen. And as that happened, I was thinking, I'm not doing this. This is very odd. And it's the weirdest thing to describe because I was watching myself do it, but thinking, hey, I'm not doing this. It was like something had taken over. And it took me up to this video. I clicked on it. I watched it. And it was this Christy Marie Sheldon video about raising your frequency to create your reality. And when I was looking at tattoo removal, like I said, about the same time, this girl who was getting tattoo removal talked about the secret and how it had changed her life. So then I looked for the secret. I watched the documentary. And with these two things together, these two messages, the secret and the energy frequency video, I was like, whoa, okay, manifestation is a thing. This whole time, my whole life, I've been manifesting miserable things because of the way that I have been acting, the way that I have been thinking, the way that I have been perceiving things. This was such a huge moment. And actually, like looking back with what I know now, I would love to see what was going on in my astrology chart at that time, because August 2016 was a huge month for me spiritually. That was where my entire spiritual journey really, really kicked off because of this month that I had being a student, a dedicated student of spirituality. Then the next month in September, I started my career in fashion. I no longer had the luxury of time, but I was so into it now that I then started spending my mornings and my evenings researching. I would watch Mind Valley videos again. I would watch YouTube videos again. And I was so into it at this point that working at this job already, even though I started it and I've been trying to get it for ages and, you know, it was a fun fashion job. There were so many perks. I had already started to feel that, okay, my real interest here is spirituality. And it was so funny because me and my husband, I think he was my, either my boyfriend or my fiance at this point, he would go to work and he'd come home and watch tech videos. I would go to work and I'd come home and watch spirituality videos. And it was so funny that we were doing these things for fun. And I was like, okay, I really feel like I'm being called to spirituality here. As fate would have it, the man that I sat next to in my job in fashion, so I started on one team for a month. I started on a kids wear team for the first month. And then out the blue, one day, my manager said, okay, I've just had a meeting. You're moving over to women's wear, the swimwear and beachwear team. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> and, you know, that's pretty scary when you're just starting to get settled into a job. And I was moving to a whole other department and kind of starting new again just after one month. And then as I got there, I started to realize why this had happened. Because the man I sat next to, my boss, he was a triathlete and he was really into personal development. And quite quickly, he started recommending books to me and he recommended a book to me which changed my life. And it's Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. I've written two, I do a blog every year on World Book Day and I've written two blogs about the books that I recommend and that is on one of those blogs. You can look that up on my website. 
but Rich Dad, Poor Dad, it changed my life. And he recommended that to me. And then we would sit there and everyone else on our team would be kind of rolling their eyes, but we'd be talking about personal development. He wasn't spiritual, so he wouldn't necessarily talk about energy and stuff like that, but definitely about the mindset piece, growth, reading, learning, developing yourself, that kind of thing. And this just fueled the fire, guys. Like it just fueled the fire. And also while I was at this fashion job, we also got free yoga classes. So I got really into yoga for the first time. And then I started selling yoga equipment on Amazon. And I knew I had to be an entrepreneur by this point. And I knew I had to get out of fashion and become an entrepreneur. So my spiritual journey was well underway here. I was just continuing to learn and to learn and to learn. And then the next kind of important phase of it, I'd say, is when I moved down to Glastonbury. I moved there May 2019. And really the reason that I moved there was for my spiritual journey. It was to connect with spiritual people. And when I was there, I found an amazing mentor, a lady called Jasmine Grace. She does spiritual development classes. She is an amazing clairvoyant, medium, Reiki master, all the things. When I did my Reiki qualification, it was with her. I used to go to weekly spiritual development groups and mediumship circles with her. And so while I was there, I went to so many different workshops. This is why I moved to Glastonbury. They have this free newsletter called The Oracle. And it comes out every month and you can just see all of the workshops that are going on by each day. And they used to be like between five and 10 every single day. And there'd be five pounds or seven pounds. Some would obviously be more, but I would just pick and choose. And I would go along to all these workshops and it was amazing. It was such an amazing, magical, magical time for me being in Glastonbury, being with all these weird and wonderful spiritual people, learning these different modalities and really developing my skills spiritually. However, COVID happened. COVID happened, as we all know, and that changed everything like so many cities. I mean, Glastonbury is not a city, but I'm just thinking of my friends in London who experienced the same thing. And they were like, there's no point being here anymore. Nothing's happening. And that was the same for me in Glastonbury because I had moved to Glastonbury completely on my own. My husband worked abroad at the time. I didn't know anyone there. So I just moved there for the social life and to learn and when we couldn't do that anymore because we were in lockdown all the events were cancelled after about six months of being in lockdown you know I really realized okay this there's no point being here anymore and there was no sign in sight of things going back to normal and having any more opportunities to learn there. So I did move out of Glastonbury. At the time I'm recording this, I'm in Poole in England where I grew up. And my spiritual journey now is largely happening through my business, all of the incredible people that I get to connect with and learn from. At the moment, I'm loving learning about Vedic astrology and human design. These are kind of newer modalities to me that I'm enjoying learning about at the moment and spirituality is just such an important piece of my life and having a spiritual business has been the greatest gift to be able to connect me with so many other like-minded spiritual people who really see their own power in the same way that I do of being able to create our reality and create an impact in the world by really being ourselves and connecting with our true power. So that's my journey, guys. Were there any parts of it that resonated with you? How has your spiritual journey 
different. I hope some of this did strike a chord in some of you and helped you to see that you are not alone in this. We are all on a spiritual journey. We never stop going through our spiritual awakening. It's just a continual process. Like right now I'm doing a course. I'm also learning about some quantum stuff, quantum leaping, timelines, all those kind of things. And at the moment right now, I feel like I'm also going through another huge, huge awakening, listening to a lot of binaural beats, And like I said, it just never stops. It keeps going. There's always more work to do. We can always develop, stretch ourselves spiritually. And uh, yeah, it's an ongoing process, guys. So you are not alone in this. This is why I do this work. It's why I've created this community. I have a Facebook group, the Spiritual Success Tribe with Liz Roberta. There's, I think there's like three and a half thousand people in there. So you can go in there. You can always share any questions that you have, share any stories about your spiritual awakening that you want to share. And you know where I am on Instagram. That's always my main jam at I am Liz Roberta. So I'll talk to you next week, guys. I have an amazing guest coming on. As you know, every other episode is a guest episode and we're going to be talking about brand magic. So stay tuned for that one and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode and please remember to subscribe to this podcast. I'm sure that like me, you would love for more people to know this information. So if you leave a review and send me a screenshot of it on Instagram, which is at I am Liz Roberta, you'll get a $50 voucher code to use on one of my online course launches. This won't be around forever. So go and leave a review now and I'll see you next time.